0: The last time you stepped out of the shadows and let the world see your light shine. This is a place for you to find yourself. A place to discover your passion. The gift you want to give to the world. If you want to dance, we hope you dance. Whatever and whoever you want to be is exactly who you should be. Welcome to Live, Love, Dance. Here's Deanna Lee. We are so happy you joined us for Live, Love, Dance. I'm Deanna Lee. You can find me on social media at Deanna Lee Dance, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And today we have a guest on the show who beat the odds after a life-threatening back surgery to become a young mother of two. And she believes that me time, is essential to becoming your best mom self. And she will share with us how dance helped her accomplish this in her life. Jenny White's from Belfair, Washington, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here. Jenny, your story is an inspirational one. You had severe back problems that started at a young age, eventually having emergency back surgery, becoming a young mom, and then discovering dance as a way to live your best mom self. We've got a ton of questions for you, but first, let's start by asking about your back. When did you start having problems?
1: It basically started when I was about 16. I hurt my back. Um, you know, just being a normal kid and I had to do uh, physical therapy, Um, but it took a long time. Uh, It took about six months for just that first round of physical therapy to be able to walk and uh, to not be in pain every single second. Like before physical therapy, I was walking for maybe 10 steps and the pain would be so much that I would have to lay down on the ground. I, I couldn't even get through a day at class. In my classes, those chairs that have the desks with them it was painful to get through a one hour class
0: because those chairs are really stiff, they're just so hard, <laughs> very I, stiff, yeah, I can't imagine having back problems and trying to sit on that thing all day
1: no and and you know for everybody else in my class, you know they weren't dealing with this type of a pain, and so it was a it was kind of like a struggle. I remember would i would um I had a photography class, and during some of the time i where I'd gotten my work done in advance, I would lay underneath the table to just relax my back and relieve the pain for a little bit. So physical therapy helped. Um, and then, so I was about 20 and I'd graduated from high school and I'd, um, I was working at a job and in, in Edmonds and I was getting ready for the day and I was in the shower and I twisted. That's all it took was a twist. And I knew something was wrong And so I quickly got out of the shower and um, was headed to my bedroom so that I could lay down and I didn't make
0: it. So I passed out in the hallway. So the back pain was so bad that it literally knocked you out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I remember hitting
1: one wall and then um, and then I blacked out. (laughs) Um, And so what happened is for five days, I did not move. Um, my family actually moved um, um, my my bed into the living room so that I could still, like, watch TV and get through the day. Um, but I, I was immobile for five days.
0: I bet you were so scared. I I was a little,
1: yeah. <laughs> I didn't have insurance. Um, I didn't have anything. All I knew is, like, trying to get back to work. Sure. Um, I was young. <laughs> so, um after five days, my, I created enough um, pain and pressure on my spinal cord that I went numb. And oh. so this is, if anyone has a sciatic pain, it's, um, it's a pain that starts in your back, but you don't feel it in your back. You feel it down your leg, and it goes all the way down to your toes. And the further the pain is, the worse the situation is. And so um, I went numb. And when I went numb, I didn't feel that intense pain anymore, and I could move again. And so I did. <laughs> I went back to work, and I knew I was still in trouble. Like, I, I still couldn't get through a day without pain. In fact, I couldn't walk for more than two minutes um, without uh, starting to feel
0: pins and needles. Okay, so let me get this straight here. I want to try to visualize this. You were on your back for five days, could not move, and then you went numb, and then you could move, and so you got up and started moving, but yet this is probably not the best thing for you to be doing at this point, right? Right. Yeah, it it most likely was a bad,
1: (laughs) but I was young. (laughs) I was about 20. Oh, sure. um, Invincible. And
0: yeah, (laughs) Yeah, of
1: course. (laughs) Um, And since, so I was going to school part-time in Edmonds, and I I went back full-time so that I could qualify for um, my family's insurance. And so once I did that, I was able to um, start seeing a doctor. And so they started with an MRI. The MRI they took to a physical therapy place. So it specialized in my back. And I tried to explain, hey, I get pins and needles when I walk. So they did these... um, these exercises where basically they put me in harnesses and I had to walk on a treadmill. So the harnesses would help relieve some of the pressure. So like it took kind of like my weight. So if you can imagine kind of like one of those, um, oh, you know, the kid, like the little baby walkers where you put them in it, sure. right? They can move their legs around. Mm-hmm something similar where they tried to take a lot of the weight off of my spine and the lower half of my body right. to see if that would help take away this pins and needles that I would get after walking for, you know, a minute. And it never worked. So I had um, 12 weeks of that where I was going like twice a day. And then finally, that progressed me. So my doctor was like, okay, that didn't work. So now let's see a spine specialist. And the spine specialist, the you know, something real quick. And he kind of looked at the MRIs and he's like, all right, well, I, I don't think you're going to get much help from me. So I think you need to go see a surgeon.
0: That had to have like completely freaked you out. I, I, yeah, I was getting a little, uh,
1: I, I was dealing with a lot of pain. So at that point. You know, by the time they said surgeon, I was kind of almost ready. I wow. was like, I, I need right. to be out of pain. Mm-hmm. Um, they, because of my age, um, even when I was 16, when I first hurt my back, the doctors were very concerned about prescribing me any painkillers. I was never given um, any painkillers. That's um, good. Shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it's most likely for the better. Um right. but you know, when you're in a lot of pain, sometimes you just want to like have it stop for a little bit. Absolutely. But, yeah, so anyway, so I finally saw the surgeon and when the surgeon reviewed my MRIs, he said to me that I would do this surgery for you tomorrow if you wanted. And the reason is because your spinal cord usually gets about a quarter size of space around it to breathe to do its thing, and I, I cut it down to less than a size of a dime and so if I was in a bad accident, if I had twisted again wrong uh-huh. i i I could have ruptured it with um my um with the fact you know that I had the discharge from this uh the vertebrae and just like yeah it could have been gone so i i didn't do it the next day i did wait about a week um, before i had surgery just to you know let work know because i was going to be i mean i I wasn't going to be able to drive for six weeks um because there was definitely a healing process this was going to be a big deal
0: this is a big massive surgery big
1: massive surgery yes Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: in fact so i did have the surgery and um, so what it was is in my L5-S1 and the, um, the cartilage between it, they describe it like a jelly donut where all the jelly squishes out and it um, puts pressure on your spine. When they went to do their surgery, it's basically just cleaning up the jelly. They were just trying to put everything kind of back and give the spine, um, relieve the pressure. Um, it was supposed to take an hour and a half. They were in there for three hours. Mm. When I as I was starting to come out of the anesthesia, the pain had transferred from my one numb leg, which I wasn't I hadn't felt that kind of bad pain lately, you know, on that on my one leg, it transferred to my other leg. And uh, two weeks, I felt that pain. Um, on my other side of my body. And we were all, my parents were kind of nervous. I was freaking out because, again, I couldn't move. There was no moving. So, again, it's been two weeks. I've been in, in immense pain. I went and see the doctor for a follow-up, another MRI. They check everything out, and the pain just stops. Like, it, it's just gone. It's like it, it was like the next day the pain was just no more because he was prepared to go in for another surgery to figure out what was happening. Okay. And all I can chalk, All I can say the doctor told me you had to stay still for two weeks and knowing my personality, that was going to be hard. And in fact, I was already, you know, the first day home, I was sitting up and it was uh-huh. God's way of God's way of telling me, nope, you have to stay in bed. So it was a miserable two weeks, but I stayed in bed to, you
0: know, do all that resting. But it was crazy. And you follow the doctor's orders and then boom, at the end of two weeks, Law, I'm healed. I, I was better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still couldn't drive. I wasn't allowed to
1: drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could at least go out of the house, <laughs> and you know, you're you're 20 years old. That's all I wanted to do, 2021, 20, somewhere around there. I forget how young I was. But.
0: <laughs> so, if you're listening to Live Love Dance today, our guest is Jenny whites She lives in Belfair, Washington, and you're also a mother of two. So, how long after your back surgery did you have your children and get married?
1: Uh, I was about 31 when I um got married to my lovely husband, Corey. Uh, (laughs) So it was about 11 years later. I don't have that intense pain anymore. That's all gone. Um, I still suffer from um, scar tissue on my spinal cord, which has taken my leg to where it doesn't have the strength anymore. And it doesn't have the, um, I still have lost feeling Um, from my toes up through the back of my leg. And so there's um, muscle issues, there's strength issues, you know, there's, there's lots of things I still deal with from it, but I'm no longer in the intense pain that, you know, I used to have. So the blessing.
0: Right. We are going to talk about how you've taken this struggle in your life and you've kind of turned it on its head by becoming a dancer. But yeah. I want to make sure that we talk about your children because this is a huge part of you becoming a dancer as well because you had to take your children into consideration because if you were going to become a dancer, it was going to mean time away from those kids. But you feel as though In choosing that time away from them and giving yourself some me time, you could become your best mom self in making those choices. So first, let's talk about your beautiful kids. What are their names and how old are they? So I have um, Casey.
1: He is five. And I have Caden, who is uh, three years old. Mm-hmm. and these these boys are the love of my life, and, you know, my life has meaning because of them. When I met Corey, Corey had his house in Belfair, and I was living in Bellevue, and there is a huge difference between Bellevue and Belfair. But I signed up, you know, when I, when I moved in, he had his house already. We wanted a family. This is what we wanted, but I didn't realize the struggles that I would go through about leaving the friends that I had, and not that I left them, but it was it was a culture difference. It was a change in my life.
0: Well, Bellevue to Belfair, I mean, there's, like, what does it take you? Like, at least an hour and a half, two hours to get between those two cities? Yes.
1: <laughs> right. I left all my good friends that I had had in Bellevue area,
0: and they were all single, and And here I, you know, moved to Belfair where it was different. But you were in love and you guys were going to start a family and now you have two kids and then you find yourself out here in Belfair and you're away from your best friends who you had been so close to and lived so near uh, in Bellevue for so many years. And then Mm -hmm. what happens? Well, and then you just start becoming
1: your identity changes and you become a mom and you become a wife and, um... You forget to call people up to talk with them and you forget to make new friends and you you start to you become what other people depend on in a role that you lose yourself.
0: I know it's got to be really hard because as a mom, you feel like you have to give so much, uh, probably 110 percent of yourself to your children and to your husband, and to your life there in Belfair. And what I'm hearing is that you forget to take the time that you need for yourself as a person, your me time, so that you can be, as you call it, your best mom self. Yes. How did dance help you deal with this situation? Dance
1: helped me by giving me that sense of um, self back. And it sounds weird that, you know, a simple dance, can can you do that in your own living room? But it's different when you start going out. And so I joined a boot camp in Bremerton. I started to see announcements for it. And I said, you know what, I, I need to do this for me. And it's hard to leave, you know, the kids behind and not cook them dinner for one night out of the week. But it was something I needed to do. What it does is it helps me to get back to who I was before I had um, these beautiful boys and a husband. And it uh, it just kind of writes my mind again, that it's okay to devote some time to myself, because otherwise, I have all this aggression. Not not aggression isn't the right word. It's, you know, a lot of energy. That's, anxiousness. Yeah, anxiousness that, <laughs> you know, where I'm taking care of the kids, but I'm giving all that energy to them. And I'm not focusing on recharging myself, recharging the energy to give to them. And so I was just constantly depleting myself of that positive mental attitude to be a best mom. And so when I started dancing again, I got to just recharge and be around other women that were going through the same kind of thing in a way, you know, they had families, but they wanted to spend time you know, doing something for them. Even if our our goals were different, like for me, it was I wanted to meet new people and I wanted to do something for myself again. Uh, It was nice to be around other women that were just there to exercise and learn some dances. And and, uh, then I just kept going, (laughs) kept dancing. (laughs) How has dance made a positive impact on your life? Well, I, I get to exercise a little bit every week and devote that time to me. It Has given me a lot of friendships that I've made, and um, some dedicated time every week where I'm with a group of women that I can talk to. And you know, sometimes I provide them with advice. Sometimes they provide me with advice. We just listen to each other and talk about things that don't always relate well to the husbands or my boys. Like I can't talk to them, so it's uh, it's just been so nice to have a space and a time dedicated to me, and solely me.
0: One of the things I want people to understand who are listening to Live Love Dance today is that the dance class that you took is a line dance class, and with the struggles that you've gone through in your life, with the numbness in your leg, you don't ever let that hold you back in class. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so one
1: nice wonderful thing about line dancing is that line dancing, it's a group dance. You are usually with a lot of people, you're in lines, That's line dancing. Um, But it's it's also an individual dance. It's just me, and so I need to f- you follow the steps, but we all can have our individual ways of how to get there. I have challenges with what I can do, and with line dancing, it doesn't matter how I exactly get there. I just have to get to the end point. So I can look like I'm following along and uh, being part of a group knowing that I struggle with some challenges and um, And so that's just a wonderful thing about line dancing is that we each get to dance it in our own way, yet still look like a group, and it's just amazing. For example, I can't get onto the toes of my feet, um, you know, on the balls of my feet. With my bad leg, I just can't do it. And so I have to figure out how I can still perform the moves on the heel when everybody else might think, oh, you just do this, okay, well, I can't. So let's figure it out and practice. And then when I finally get a move, like there's this one turn that I struggled with, because I had to do like a 360 turn, and there was jumps involved, and I can't <laughs> jump very well. And when I finally figured out that I could do that move, I, it was just, you know, a wow moment. I'm like, yes, I did it. <laughs> when you practice something so many times, and you're
0: you're trying to get there like everybody else. So it, You know, it's kind of empowering in a way. So what advice would you give to other women who are listening to Live, Love, Dance today and perhaps are going through some of the same struggles? How would you encourage them to choose themselves and choose a positive path towards the same self-discovery that you have found? I would just say that
1: I know it's a very difficult choice to dedicate time for yourself. And, you know, for me and my husband, we don't get to share the same weekends. Uh, We have very different work schedules. And I still do this. I still dedicate one full night to going and dancing, and so dancing, you know if it 's not dancing, if it's a cooking class or if it's um, a sewing class or you know something that you feel passionate about, just take the time because you will be a better mom. I feel I 'm a better mom. I feel that um, when I come home or i I'm just with the kids more and I smile more and people say it that you need to dedicate time as a new mom to yourself and it really is true.
0: Jenny White's, Belfair Washington, our guest on Live Love Dance today. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Jenny. It's very inspiring. Thank you very much for having me today. Until we see you again, we hope you get out there and live, love, dance.